Good morning, everybody. Welcome in to the stage of Talking Trek Live for an episode, a special episode, as we do in monthly tradition. It is Talking in Cars with DJs. Good morning. I am your host, Ultimate DJs of the Talking Trek podcast, recorded every Wednesday and Sunday for your listening pleasure, published to all podcast platforms. Wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, you can find Talking Trek. Also, uh, be sure to check out our YouTube, where we this morning have posted uh, what we thought was an excellent video, Snake Eyes. <laughs> and, and you know what? Debatably, it still is. However, uh, it is definitely missing in some content as players are discovering and sending us a bunch of stuff this morning that was not covered in our release meeting. And uh, Scopely basically uh, coming out and saying, surprise, everybody. You knew it was coming. You knew it was coming soon. And uh, it appears that G5 has at least been somewhat introduced into the game. Now, as of this moment, it is locked away. Um, as we have uh, discussed a little bit in Fluffer Time, Ops 51 cannot be built at this time. What we see in the game is obviously the framework. We see the substructure. We see new systems. We see the, a new faction store. We see new ships, including the Enterprise D, an actual ship that requires shipyard level 60 and is labeled as an epic. Um, so what we are seeing this morning, and we are going to talk a little bit about G5, uh, but mostly we are going to turn around and focus on what's going to affect 99.2% of all other players, um, is, the, is the duality arc for October 2021. So very quickly, let's go into what we know first, be ready, about G5. What we know is that there are apparently some new systems, we do see some mining nodes. We do see some of these new ships. Uh, from what I can see in the screenshots that have been supplied, we see an uncommon, a rare, and an epic per faction. That's nine ships. Also, with what appears to be a non-faction G5 miner ripper, uh, would I be correct in assuming that this miner appears to be faction agnostic? Is that correct? Yeah. That was look like. Yeah. The Nova appears to be a single G5 miner. Um, as far as what we know here as of this time, uh, no idea on cost, no idea of scale. All um, right. Uh, all we know does well, but see, we're not going to be able to see the cost. We could probably see the blueprints, but we're not going to be able to see the cost, and no. we certainly cannot see the upgrade yeah, no, cost. You cannot see it yet because uh, you have to do more rep. I have a billion log and you have to do more yeah. to actually be able to see how many credits is needed for that one. It's yes, but we, so we can't even see uh, can't even see credits. Um, we can see way, some a of the blueprints. Level fifty-two ship. Level fifty-two on the Nova, which means as of now it is still locked away. Okay, uh, as we discussed in Fluffer, Ops fifty-one is currently locked away and cannot be upgraded until Scopely decides to release what's called an Ascension key. Number two, or Ascension Key Mark Two. So a, the actual name is Ascend Key Two, but Ascend Key Two. All right, there you go. So we will see another Ascension style event, presumably for Ops Fifty exclusive players. And uh, as that information becomes available, we will be able to uh, get you more information. David, the Nova ability uh, from the screenshots appears to be a generic G five mining. Uh, buff. All right. It says uh, for all ships uh, or for all materials, crystal, gas, and ore at the G5 level. 
Uh, other than that, we don't yet know how it will scale or how the shipability, presumably the shipability is going to increase. That's the same. But one good, one good thing is that it's there miners, But in the very near future, we see that it only takes, it's in all three faction stores because it is faction agnostic. And we can see that it takes ah, 150 okay. blueprints. Uh, 150 blueprints, but what we don't know at this time is how much those blueprints are going to cost in terms of faction credits. And, of course, as that information becomes available, we will share that with you. Uh, Razahound says, will they maintain the 1 billion rep lock? I cannot imagine that they would not. However, uh, until that information is provided to us, I cannot specifically speak to that, uh, nor I can I speak to... Uh, nor can I, nor can I speak to. I mean, he what the new max is going to be. He can test it. No, no, I'm yeah, telling go. you, it, it's staying. Uh, the lock okay. is staying one billion. So there's okay. a one billion lock. So there's a one billion lock. There you go. And uh, as far as how high it can go, we will have to wait and see. Can you? First of all, the we can one, obviously see. Yeah, the next one is a hundred billion. From what I've seen in a screenshot. No, it's not. No. Come the next so another the next 100 million. Okay. million. Sorry, Gwenevar's wrong. You yeah. you are the second person that made the same out. mistake today. <laughs> by the way, so 1.1 billion would be the next spot, which is only 100 yeah. million. Um, and is that where you is that where you can unlock Nova BPs? V ready? Is it 1.1 billion? I think. So I, get a, uh, I can confirm it is. Okay, there you go. So only, I, I say only a hundred million, but really, truthfully, the level the level one billion lock players will tell you, one hundred million is not actually going to take that long. It's less than thirty days if you don't do any additional rep grind. If you just do your dailies, that's only about thirty days before you can get there. So maybe Scopely setting a little you get bit. Higher. You get more. <clears throat> well, yeah. You get double uh, once you get one billion exactly. That's what, oh, only ten days. So you guys are getting ten million rep. <clears throat> so so Scopely. You know what? Interesting that you say that, V-Ready. It's almost as though if Scopely is saying you can start acquiring these blueprints in only 10 days, does that mean, A, that they're giving you plenty of time to start acquiring these BPs before you can get to Ops 52, or does it mean that they expect you to be able to get to Ops 52 within 10 days? <laughs> Who knows? We, uh, we'll have to see. I, I don't honestly know. Um, however... Again, G5 information is extremely limited at this time. Um, we don't yet know the details, and we will provide them to you. I promise we will provide them to you the moment that we get enough information to, to intelligently discuss it. Okay? So uh, we will uh, share that for you. However, for the other 99% of the galaxy, there is plenty of other content this morning. Blue Mandalorian says, wait, G5, when was that announced? That's it, Blue. It wasn't. It was not announced. But APAC servers are coming back. Well, actually, all servers are back online. And the game client has been developed uh, to G5 being introduced in the game. Now, currently, it is all locked away. But uh, you can obviously see it within the game. All right? And it's not a surprise. G5 has been apparently coming for quite some time. Uh, it's not a surprise to any players who have been watching the writing on the wall. So uh, we'll just have to see. Blue says, why wasn't it announced? Who knows? Okay. Uh, Scopely could say, listen, we played this close to the vest like we did TNG. Uh, it could also be that not everything is completely ready. Um, however, 
at least the framework, is in the game. So as more information presents, then we'll be happy to share that with you uh, in an upcoming video uh, or podcast. But let's get to the rest of what we do actually know and what was discussed in ArcVault video on our YouTube channel this morning. So let's begin this morning with officers. Um, and this is very clearly and very plainly uh, spelled out in our video. Please, please, please watch the video. Uh, we actually made an effort to make it shorter this month, Snake Eyes. It's only, I think, like 22 minutes, and there's a lot of information jam-packed in there. As a matter of fact, someone told me that there was so much information in that they had to watch it three times. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, do that. Watch it, rewind it, watch it again, okay? Uh, keep watching it many, many times. Um, that said, the, uh, the information that's contained in there is actually pretty daggone good. Uh, we will touch on some of that here, um, and some details will be in the video that we won't have time to get to here this morning, but, but we'll try to, to get to all of it. Um, so the officers, Honor Guard, Worf, and Borg, four of ten. Um, two new epic officers, which... You know, I, I do remind Scopely that we have two other colors that we can use. They're green and blue, okay? Uh, I, I am not dissatisfied with the fact that we've got two epic officers. I just would like to see some more variety in the flavor of officers. That said, that said, in a clear nod to feedback from not only the community abroad, but specifically this community, and even more specifically, I give a nod to big country. All of those arguments where I told him he was demanding something unreasonable, all of those arguments where I told him he was out of his mind, all of those arguments where I said, you ask too much, big country, Scopely said, DJ, hang on a second. Maybe we should try it this way. Maybe big country is onto something big here. Maybe this can work. So they decided to give it a shot. Ladies and gentlemen, this month, you have two epic officers that with proper planning and proper strat strategy, you can unlock both of them free to play. All right. In this month. And I think that is absolutely massive. Absolutely massive. Now, when I say that you can unlock them free to play, uh, let me tell you what that means. I'll tell you what that means. First of all, let's talk about Borg 4 of 10. Borg 4 of 10 is Borgified Stone. Uh, he is an ore miner, but his captain's ability is just like Borg 3 of 10 to Pring in that it is enhanced. It is much better. And uh, not only, as we discussed last month, but offering synergy with the Tribble, all right, now you have a significantly higher ore mining boost possible because of the board crew that you can use. Uh, we mathed it out uh, before using Stawn as captain and the Tribble, assuming a Tier 1 Tribble, all right, assuming a Tier 1 Tribble, it was 150% boost ore just from the officer ability. Now it can get up to 215%, and that's assuming a Tier 1 Tribble. You will add to that if your Tribble is promote, uh, promoted. So ore mining is the captain's ability, but even more notably, and again, Scopely really kind of just asking me to sit by and hold their beer. I also predicted that we would not see Borg Stone. I actually predicted Borg Barrett. The reason I did not expect Borg Stone is because of cargo capacity. 
And what I had feared with players getting larger and larger cargo capacities was that it was just going to decimate younger level players. However, again, answering the call of the community and giving you Borgstone and giving you Borgified enhanced cargo capacity in the officer ability, it is massively large. Tier 5, just like with Tapring, Tier 5 of Stone equals Tier 1 of 4 of 10. All right, these are incredible, just absolute flat, incredible new officers. And whether you love mining or hate it, these new officers are absolutely incredible and arguably game-changing. If you love mining, you're going to get so much more, so much faster. If you hate mining, you will do what you have to do so much faster. Okay, so it, no matter how you look at it, these are reducing time in the game. We just talked about that during the last podcast. Somebody said, how are they reducing my time in game? Well, these Borg mining officers are definitely a piece of that puzzle. Now, obviously, sourcing is going to be an issue, especially for Borg 3 of 10. We don't yet know how that's going to play out long term. But here's where I was driving. Scopely with 4 of 10 here says, listen, this is an opportunity for everybody. And when I say everybody, I mean everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, 4 of 10, this epic Borg officer will be available completely free to play within this arc. Let me say it again. This epic officer will be 100% available to free to play within 20 days. And how is that possible? How is that possible? Well, there are a number of events, and we are going to get into events in a video that we publish here in the next 24 to 48 hours with your typical event guide that we always do. And, folks, you're not going to want to miss this video. It's going to be so key because there's a number of events. Stone is at the center of focus for Scopely this month, and many, multiple, several events will give his shards. As a matter of fact, Scopely has even come out and said, Players will need 100% perfect participation in the events this arc if they hope to unlock Borg 3 of 10 free-to-play. So folks, hear me that this is one of the best incentives that have ever been offered. 100% perfect participation in the Stawn-centered events, and you will walk away from this arc with an epic officer, completely free-to-play, no spend required. Now, a deal says, yes, 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 but what about Wharf? Do we have to spend the $100 battle pass to unlock Wharf? There are two paths to Wharf this month. Honor Guard Wharf is an epic as well, and he will also be available for unlock this arc. Scopely has given you two paths to Honor Guard Wharf. One can be free-to-play, if you decide to participate in an auction, there will still be auctions for Honor Guard Wharf. However, if you wanted to skip the auction or if you wanted to get him early, okay, then yes, you can spend $100 Battle Pass pack, get the shards out of there, and without an auction leaderboard, you will be able to unlock Honor Guard Wharf this month. So... If you're looking at 4 of 10, which is completely free to play, and you're looking at Honor Guard Wharf, can be unlocked two different ways. If you want to guarantee your success, $100 Elite Battle Pass unlock and 100%
perfect participation in the SMS events that we'll be sourcing him. Okay, so $100 battle pass uh, will be required to get those shards, but you will also be able to substitute those shards in an auction that will be running for Honor Guard Wharf. Um, the auction that I know of is running at least twice, um, and you can supplement the shards in the $100 battle pass with uh, what is running in the auction. So with proper planning, you could potentially unlock Honor Guard Wharf completely free to play this month as well if you have been saving on materials all right talking about their abilities uh we talked about stawn with wharf uh there was some discrepancy this morning from the patch notes as always hashtag trust the rip all right ripper uh is just an invaluable asset to us here at talking trek and you guys knew first what wharf's actual ability was going to be uh, because you watched the video and you participated here in chat, we were correct uh, on how Worf is going to present, and he has already launched in the game exactly as Ripper said he would, and the patch notes were incorrect. Ripper knows Scopely's product better than Scopely. <laughs> so, sometimes. Um, better than some people. Obviously, <laughs> someone knew the correct thing, just someone didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> somebody didn't, and somebody did. And uh, Ripper, fortunately, as always, was on the right side of the facts this time. So Worf coming out with, unfortunately, what appears to be a very lackluster captain's maneuver uh, in that it's a base 30% of attack stat boosted to armor piercing, which is literally next to nothing. Um, however, it is stackable with Sharvenik, uh, but they don't use the same stat. Sharvenik uses health. Um, and uh, Worf will be using attack, but this is a chance to edge Sharvenik up a little bit when you're going against battleships. So uh, she can, or he can, increase Sharvenik a little bit, but again, it's such a minute amount, I don't know that I would really want to run him in the captain's chair. I can definitely see him in the side card, though. All right, I can definitely see him in the side card. The side card is an amazing ability. I mean, absolutely freaking phenomenal. And exactly what we were pointing at with our hint number two from the Sunday show, not with a lover, may he be a good fit. Uh, this was obviously referring to Deanna Troy, who also surrounds the critical, but only in PvE and Armadas. And Worf is specifically a PvP officer. Now, you say he's a con replacement. I think that's a very safe assumption. However, he is static and incapable of growth. So a Saru would be lethal to Worf. You could still potentially need Khan if you want to outgain Saru. All right. That said, let me be real clear. Even if, folks, hear me. Even if his captain's maneuver uh, is cumulative, which it does not say, and Ripper has given us the educated guess that he is not stacking. All right. And, and I want to be clear. Wait, Ripper's... wait, no, 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 I never said it's not stacking. Okay, give me your theory on Captain on Captain's ability of Worf. I, I would actually assume it does stack. Oh, I misunderstood your message earlier. So you're, well, that's fine. Let's I, go I with that. I was asking if you are sure that it's not stacking. I am not sure. I am not sure. There you go. Let me, let me come back and say, though, if, if, even if it is stacking, it cannot mathematically get to 1,600%, folks. 
All right. They're both percentage based. So somebody do this for me because I'm in the car. What's 1600 divided by 30? 40 rounds, roughly. Tell me the last time anybody. But isn't it on every critical hit? Do what now? Isn't it on every critical hit? Well, it is. But let's also assume in PvP that G3 ships and down. And by the way, every critical hit does not mean every shot. It means on a critical per weapon, which Scopely has demonstrated in the past. Weapons that fire multiple shots yeah, will not a, work. You get, a, you get a crit chance increase for the first eight rounds. And if you, assuming you have a max, right, that means you have for the first eight rounds, you have guaranteed always crit. No. Because that is a 100% increase to critical chance. Assuming that oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If he's tier five. If he's tier yeah, five. Yeah. So, so, so let's look, at, let's look at, a, at an enterprise. You've got, what, two shots in each round plus a third every third round or something like that. So, you know, it's still going to take a while. It's still going to take it, it, to get so to get to equal. 16, I mean, that's that's fine. How I many mean, shots? Stevens, Aaron, you started the match. Sixteen hundred divided by thirty, please. Fifty-three. Fifty-three. Ripper. That means it would take fifty-three shots before he equals Charvenik. Okay, because they're both percentage based, and they're both using stats. So True, 53 but it's like, it's shots. Like, it's like you have it in one officer, right? Guaranteed crit for the first eight rounds, every shot, plus that increase in, in max, things. Yeah. And that frees up like one officer spot. So I, I don't think it's like a bad thing, right? It's not a bad thing. It's just not, in my because opinion, first, right now, it's not as good rounds, as what we've already like, got. I, I know max is going to take a long time for whatever reason. But just assuming, like I think you can get actually close to one hundred percent, even even with non-max, like tier four, maybe. Well, you could, uh, but again, and Captain Planet points yeah. out, Captain Planet points but, out, it would so still that means need you have more than more double more. damage for the first eight rounds with increasing piercing every shot. Well, that's true. You and uh, then you have a, like the possibility to add other officers that do different things instead of using because so, yeah because of the uh because of the i think that's actually critical. like a nice combination i think that's actually if you that... i i think matching Good him design. with gorkon matching him with gorkon is going to be a no-brainer and i say gorkon not Lorca. all right because um i feel like in this particular case i could be wrong hmm. i actually kind of like gorkon in the captain's chair uh, with Worf on the side, but it, I could be wrong on that. I I, I don't well, know. Testing firing, is definitely going to be needed. If you're 100% crit shots, then yeah, Gorkon's automatically going to um, more likely the chance to cause uh, Hull Breach, wouldn't he? Well, and Hull Breach is going to get you that boost of damage, and then you look at Hull Breach uh, giving you all the extra damage, and Ripper's right. You're not just looking at just the, the piercing stat, but also... If you're dealing that much more damage anyway, then more is going to go through the shield, and therefore more is going to land on the hull anyway, just with the shots. So it, it's definitely it's a powerful officer, and I maintain what I said in the video. Regardless of how his captain's maneuver actually breaks down, this is a must, must, must-have officer. Okay, absolutely, you need to plan how you're gonna gonna go about this auction. You need to be planning now how you're going to try to get him because this officer is amazeballs and he is a must-have. And if you are worried about an auction, 
if I have ever recommended a $100 pack, it is going to be this wharf pack. Okay. I know I don't say that very often, but this officer is a must have. And if you have, and you know what, it's going to be around the battle pass unlock pack will be around for 20 days. You can try the auctions. If you don't think, if you don't think that you are going to be able to do it in the auctions, it's okay. Wait, wait. All right. Because again, remember what typically comes in a battle pass pack 25, right? So between two auctions, folks, you only need to supplement 25 shards because here is the claim from Scopely. No leaderboards will be required to obtain honor guard wharf. No leaderboards. If, if you pay, if that's correct, that's correct. With the $100 battle pass pack, no leaderboards will be required. So assuming that there's 25 shards in that battle pass, all right, uh, and, and, and by the way, by the way, let me be super clear. I don't just mean the 25 shards that are in the $100 pack, but that is also going to be combined with the shards that are in the paid track of the, of the, so, uh, of the Battle Pass. So I'm not saying if you can get 25 shards in an Epic, you can avoid the Battle Pass. You are still going to need the shards that are in the paid track of the Battle Pass. Okay? So... That's still, like... A, like a lot better than like essentially oh, like you get a, an epic better. unlock for a hundred dollars if you play every event this month which is a lot it's... better than anything we've got in the past oh sourcing is incredible and you know what listen to get an epic i'm sorry my phone is blowing up big country has asked about this a gazillion times getting um an epic officer for a hundred dollars that's great that's great and you also have the option of going with the $20 pack and just try your luck and trying in in the auctions and again I suggest pause I suggest patience with this arc Uh, do not buy the $20 pack on day one do not buy the $100 pack on day one if you want to try to conserve your cash see how you do in the auctions before you spend the $100 pack because you may be able to spend the $20 pack and be okay all right. Uh, depending on how you do in the auctions, could supplement the shards that you need. All right. So anyway, all in all, fantastic, Scopely. Absolutely fan freaking tastic. Great job. And you know what, Big Country? Kudos to you, buddy. I may even owe you an apology. All those times that I told you you were crazy, Scopely clearly thinks maybe it's worth a shot. And uh, and and there's no other person that sticks out in my head as being a bigger advocate and a bigger champion for this cause right here. Uh, Scopely clearly going with Big Country's recommendation and further demonstrating the power of community. All right, I, I just can't I can't say it loud enough. You guys are amazing. So there are your officers. Lots of stuff to get to. We're going to move on. Any questions about Wharf or Four of Ten? Very quickly. Any questions? The chat is having their own conversation right now, Ripper. The chat is all about G5. Uh, Although I do have this one comment, which is hilarious. Baba writes, guys, now we know why the TNG last arc sucked, because they were working their butts off on this amazing arc. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe so, Baba. That's actually really funny. I I could almost go with that. Um, But, uh, you know, obviously I'm sure their intent wasn't to make the last arc bad, and some people didn't think it was bad. But clearly... A great deal of time, effort, and planning 
went into this arc and uh, just absolutely incredible. Uh, I do want to point out a question from the chat. Um, synergy for Borg, uh, for uh, sorry, not Borg, Synergy for Honor Guard Wharf doesn't exist. His synergy group is entitled Kittimer's Revenge. He is currently the only officer in that group. So while his card is built for synergy in the future, be aware that synergy is not possible this month. So you are going to be capped at that 30% piercing. Uh, Cavacor says, is Worf power captain or officer ability? You know, Ripper was making an argument for them working in tandem. Me personally, I believe that the immediate power is absolutely going to come in the officer ability, the tier one unlock and in a side card position. But with higher promotion, tier four, tier five, then he is going to become much more valuable in the captain's chair. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Any other questions about the officers very quickly? Okay. That appears to be it. Um, I, again, am not going to dive into speculation with the G5 content. I know that the chat is going nuts. Uh, we see some screenshots, Stevens, Aaron, of a system with warp 500. Uh, we also see systems with hostels, obviously, higher than Ops 52, which is going to present an issue for some players because Chen will not function uh, higher than 52. Chen has been shut off. So um, it is really really going to be interesting to see what they do for hostile grinding. I still maintain, I said this a month ago, I still maintain that that for hostiles 53 and higher, I still believe that the TNG crew is the solution, uh, but I think it's going to require promotion, which kind of, you know, and, and I think data may, may be a key to that. Um, I think data could be a part of that with the piercing, okay, and, uh, and, and, you know, the anti-faction, I truly do believe that the new officers, the TNG officers, were built for G5. Uh, clearly, the Enterprise D is G5. So, do I expect a new Chen? I do not. Scaly says, what about a next-level grinders crew? I don't think it's going to come out that obvious and that apparent. Looter says, new officers are around the corner. I disagree. All right. I believe that the TNG crew has been released for this purpose. And, yes, it will be more difficult. Yes, it will be more expensive. Yes, it is not going to be as easy as Chen. But do remember, Chen was never supposed to be as easy as she was. There was not supposed to be an uncommon officer being used on level 52 hostels. It was never intended. Uh, this was a mathematical faux pas. So I believe that promoting and tearing up the TNG officers is going to be key. And therefore, Scopely, why all eyes are on you, TNG sourcing must continue at a at a better than average rate, all right, and certainly better than you've ever demonstrated before. Because I do believe that the TNG crew is probably going to end up being the necessary crew for these late deep space hostels. But players are going to have to be able to promote but them. The, the new hostiles also have abilities, so there you go. The new hostels have abilities. Oh uh, my God! Can you read me one? Um. I shared a screenshot earlier. Hold on. Oh, let me see it. There you go. Increases critical hit damage by 30% for the first round of combat, uh, combat on this level 50 hostile. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, you know what? Critical hit damage. Oh, my God. It's Troy. 
It's Troy! I told you! I called it! I called it! It's Troy. Wait, maybe not. Was she Armada's or was she PvE? I mean, that's like one of the abilities. I haven't, haven't gone through all of them. But... Somebody show me Troy. I don't remember. It Was she just Armada's or was it all PvE? Oh. Harrison could make a play here, possibly. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I told you. Somebody show me Troy. I'm not in the game. Please, somebody show me Troy real quick. I know Night Slammer, crit chance, but I need to know who she targeted. All right, again, hey, can Ripper, that screenshot, can you scan it and show me the crit chance? Um, can anybody tell me the crit chance? Oh, so Troy is Armada's only. No, oh. and Armada's. Troy is Armada's only. Brother, you're talking about, yeah, Captain Ability, never mind. Okay, okay. Woo! Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, maybe we're... Listen, obviously, we're getting closer. Obviously, we are edging closer. These new deep space, this is probably where Platinum Armadas are going to be. All right? Now, uh, K21 says, it's a level 50 hostile. Chen works, so whatever. Agreed. Chen will work up to 52. Right, Ripper? Didn't they say they turned it on for 50... Was it 50 and 51? And then 52 uh, 51 plus? is the 51. Cutoff. I misspoke. All right. So 50 and 51, Chen will work. But 52 and higher, she will not. So again, I come back. I come back and I say that promoting and tiering the anti faction PVE officers from TNG is going to probably be necessary. And Scopely, you're going to have to get on the ball. Like, have to get on the ball for that. It looks like, very possibly, it will be required for level 50-plus players. I mean, how, right. how much the abilities make a difference? I don't know. I don't know. 30% 30 critical damage is a straight-line multiplier. I mean, it's added to the bonus, so it is multiplicative. That one is going to be somewhat significant. Which, players. You know, this is also something that I really wanted to see, honestly. Like, abilities on hostiles makes a lot of sense. Like well, it. it does. You're going to have, there's not a singular crew anymore. You're going to have to learn what crews for what hostels, just like PvP. They are turning PvE into a style of PvP at 52 plus. And I kind of, I, I don't, I mean, I'm not in a position to judge it. I think I like it in theory, but I'm sure that it's not going to be as mindless for the 50 plus level players. And so, therefore, some players are not going to like it there will not be a universal crew. Uh, and some of the players who are used to using one set of crew for all of their hostile grinding may not like this because it's a change. But in theory, from the puzzle, from the strategy perspective, I do like it uh, as long as Scopely has built these hostiles in a way that can be reasonably defeated. All right. Taking a G4 ship and killing one hostile or two hostiles per hull is not reasonable, in my opinion. Um, so they're going to have to make sure that it's that it's obtainable for those guys. I mean, the crit chance of those hostiles is low. It's 10%. So 10% of shots. Uh, and what's the crit damage already? 180. 180. So for the first five rounds, it could be 210, uh, which, I mean, is not insignificant. You know, it's not insignificant. So. Uh, so yeah, grinding is definitely going to be a problem, Skywalker. Uh, it's not going to be as easy as it always has been with the use of Chen. 
Um, but yeah, it's definitely going to require some more thought and some more creativity up there. I do not envy those players. I mean, I, I like I said, I enjoy a puzzle, but it is definitely going to cost them more and it's going to be a more difficult grind. But they are level 50. They are at the next phase, the next evolution of this game, and it is no longer uh, a simple grind. It has gotten harder. Welcome to expert mode. G5 is in the game. All right. Uh, yeah, for most of us, Cavicory says, I'll worry about G5 in 2000 never. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, buddy. I like it. Uh, I mean, even at 41, I feel like 50 is, is forever away. I have, I have actually, believe it or not, I've actually done some, I've done some projections for me. Uh, I expect it to be approximately 12 to 18 months before I hit Ops 46. I haven't even begun to look at Ops 50. Uh, now, granted, we will see economy adjustments. There's no way that we don't. All right. And Baba is correct. It will trickle down. And, and not even trickle down, Baba, but Scopely is clearly going to be adjusting economies. All right. They want players into G5 now, which means G4 is going to have to be more obtainable, which means G3 is going to have to be rushed to get them to level 40. I expect economy changes all the way around. However, I do, of course, urge you guys patience. Uh, economy changes have never come as fast as everybody wants. Uh, it's not even probably going to be wildly noticeable. But if we look at this game today as compared to a year ago, uh, the economy is wildly different. But they trickled it in. They, they snuck it in without us ever really knowing. They never ripped off a Band-Aid uh, with the exception of maybe the Franklin A. Okay, so, um, yeah, the economy is wildly different today than it yeah. was a year ago. But we still and say it's not enough. They have, they keep making pack adjustments as well, so you know they do. Uh, packs keep time. getting more rewards. Actually, keep recently, we've more. gotten like uh, quite a few in, in quick success. Yeah, we've gotten like three economic inflations in the last sixty days, guys. So I mean, it's it you know it's going to continue to happen, and these economic inflations are happening because they are wanting players to move up. I actually had a good conversation this morning with a player who claims as a free-to-play, that he is Ops 31 and has been playing for three years. I kind of teased him and said, well, then you're not a serious player because Ops 31 is obtainable within probably 60 to 90 days in today's game environment. <laughs> I, I you know? have a player on my server who started in beta and he's still Ops 29. But he just enjoys yes, just he... chilling and, and just going. Yeah, as and he, that, as there's nothing as wrong as with that. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that, but, you know, obviously you've not been worried about progression, so, you know, using yourself, using yourself as a standard uh, are not, is not, is not, uh, is not feasible. All right, um, so Gopher says, are Photon tokens part of this inflation effectively doubling the amount of chests? You're not doubling them. You're actually technically, is it doubling or are you quadrupling technically? I guess you're doubling. I guess technically you're doubling. You're getting all four yeah. weekly chests yeah. and the monthly chests. So, so I did mistakenly say quadruple earlier today. That is incorrect. It is, it is double. Um, and, yeah, Gopher, I think that that is obvious, a, obviously a factor. That is a piece of this economic inflation is photon tokens now basically doubling the amount that you get from a loyalty chest. Not only that, um, God, V ready. How have we not talked about this? What do the G4 loyalty chests look like? Oh, you don't see them yet. We don't see them. Nope. Tag on. We don't see them yet. Yeah, we, we don't, don't see them yet. yet. They're, they're not going to be available until event reset. 
So here in about three and a half hours, hopefully, maybe earlier for APAC, we will see the new G4 loyalty chest. Uh, and I'm kind of excited about that. I'd like to see what's in there. That is an Ops 40 plus loyalty adjustment in the uh, in the loyalty chest. And, uh, and if I'm not mistaken, it's going to be to both the 7 and 30 days. So I'm very excited about what that uh, can show us in there. So, uh, so big, big changes there, and something that we've been screaming I about since really January. Hope, I really hope they don't put a uh, put a cooldown, though. I I got to be honest with you. Based on the conversations that I've had, here was the quote that I was given. All right, my interpretation is my own. Your interpretation can be yours. Here was the quote: The photon tokens are being launched exactly as you have seen before. Okay, so my opinion is that they are exactly like they are on the new servers today, which means that there's no cooldown. Okay, my what I was told by my contact was they are exactly as Rev has displayed. They are exactly as you guys are aware, and they will be presenting exactly as you guys expect. Um, now, obviously, Scopely doesn't always do the best at gauging what our expectations are. Okay. Um, but I do not expect a cooldown. Looter says, wait, so you mean no pack changes? No, I didn't say that. I said that there, that the mechanic of photon tokens, because I said in the video, which, and I tried to get clarification. I recorded the video two days ago and I tried to get clarification because I was going to try to record, um, a modification to the video. And I was not able to get this until literally late yesterday. So I didn't have time to put it in the video, but I asked him, I said, is the mechanic changing? Uh, is there anything different? Are there cooldowns? Are there? Are you using different ones? Is it going to be a seven and twenty-eight? You know what? What are the what are the issues here? Are you still you know for being silly? Are you still calling it a thirty-day chest or is it a twenty-eight-day chest or what's it going to be? Blah blah blah. So um, they, in response to those questions, said the mechanic of photons is staying exactly as you expected and exactly as as you have seen already in deployment. So that means to me probably no cooldown okay um now let's talk about alliance exocomps all right i am going to be honest with you this clearly is a part of g5 that i was not given information on they did not mention alliance consumable buffs to me at all all i can tell you is based on the patch notes looks kind of cool okay it's it's available for 46 plus. And yes, 40? there's a screenshot going around because it apparently was posted on some Scopely site briefly and that was screenshot. And then pulled back and down. And it's now being shared. Well, so I don't know information. any... Yeah, I don't know much about it. Uh, the screenshot, can somebody show me the screenshot, please? It's, so Alliance consumables can be obtained by players 51 plus and some of team assignments by players level 56 plus in the premium consumable pack in the consumable store after completing the research note Alliance consumables and players level 46 plus in the seven-day loyalty chest. Oh, seven-day loyalty chest. So that means everybody's going to get one a week? That's 46 plus for their alliance. You know what? Yep. I like this. I like this. Now, I've heard some people talking about how this is for the whales. I got to be honest with you. I, I, obviously, I see G5. That, that's for the whales. I can go with G5 being for the whales. Alliance exocomps? I don't, I don't see it, that being for the whales at all. I, think, how, I how see that. that. How, how it looks like is like if you activate one, then the entire alliance gets above, I guess. 
Yeah, so think about this. During an Alliance mining event or an Alliance Armada event, okay, uh, Looter says it's a benefit for high-level players in your Alliance. Again, I don't see that. I see it as a benefit for everybody. I see it as a whale being able to give back something to their team. You know, if, if a VIP pulls an Alliance Exocomp and then an Alliance Armada event comes around and he decides to activate an armada buff, everybody's going to do armadas stronger and better. So I, I, I see this as, as high-level players having the opportunity to give back to their teams. Of you course, know, we don't give... know what kind of alliance consumables they are and how, what they look like and what kind of buffs they have. Because I, Yeah, I who knows? Uh, I, not be well, like, um, I, well, I would assume you can't actually the regular one. Is already some I did see, yeah, I did see a list. Hang on a second. There's uh, posted. Uh, are they Aries, yeah, Aries put some out here. Hang on, let me see if I can find this. It's on the Aries. website as well. There's capture no damage, Amada damage, damage versus players, warp speed, impulse speed, mining, repair speed, repair cost efficiency, building cost of cost efficiency for pastel, titanium, and dilithium and research cost efficiency for pastel, Tritanium, and Dilithium. Did you see one for cargo? Was there one for raiding, just out of curiosity? <laughs> no. Okay. Not that <laughs> I saw. I was just curious. But <laughs> um, I don't see them. Scroll down the bottom of the blog post. Oh, smoke them. Smoke them. Now listen, you and oh, I have been friends no. for a long okay. time. Yeah, I, I Listen, this arc does have elements that are VIP centric. I get that. It's, I mean, it's the launch of G5. How, yeah. how is it not going to be, but it's not a whale arc by any stretch. I mean, look at, look at the nod that you're getting with the officers. All right. I two, one guaranteed free to play. Okay. Guaranteed. If you do your job, guaranteed free to play. And the second available for at most a hundred dollars and possibly free to play. I mean, I don't, that is not whale centric. That is about as generous that they have ever been with officers, like, period. You know, so I think that's big. Uh, and we haven't even started talking about cloaking. Um, although cloak, well, a lot of the argument, crazy enough, a lot of the argument, Stevens, Aaron, about cloaking has been it is going to be for the for the lower-level players. As a matter of fact, most of the people complaining are, are the VIPs because now a Rogue 25 can come up with a Sally and take out their minor. You know, um, so I mean, griefing is definitely has definitely gotten a shot in the arm. It, it appears a little cars, bit. With, all I say. Yeah, uh, cloaking <laughs> is definitely going to make it easier to uh, you know, cloaking is going to make it easier for people to 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 be naughty. <laughs> but, and also, also, you get an enterprise D skin for free. Yeah. That's true. Everybody, ah, Steven Zaren got my joke. Everyone, 100% oh, yeah. of players will be able to wrap their hands around their D this month, okay? <laughs> Everybody gets a free D, okay? You've been wanting the D. Scopely says, we've got D for all of you, okay? I was, I was listening to that, and I was like, just kind of blankly, and then I was like, hang on a minute, did he just say what I thought he said? <laughs> I totally did. I even thought about whether or not I was going to, and I thought, uh, hell with it, I'm going to do it. Uh, yes, uh, enjoy the YouTube video. There was definitely an innuendo joke in there. 
Um, <laughs> so I do not, I do not approve. I listen. I already had to check the box that this video is not suitable for children. Okay, I already checked that <laughs> box. It's fine. Um, well, then you should have gone all out. You know. <laughs> I know I should have. No, I didn't want to go all out because even though the yeah. rating is there, joke. <laughs> yeah, even though listen, even though the rating is there, people still do watch the cat with their kids. As a matter of fact, this morning, uh, this morning I got a message from somebody who's. This was great. I mean, first of all, who's watching a video at four o'clock in the morning, right? But I got a message uh, that he was watching the video. He was watching it on his television, and both his child and his wife were watching it with him, and they were arguing about whether or not the cat was cool. Uh, the kid loved the cat, and the mom thought the cat was twitchy and annoying. Um, so, <laughs> so um, which, you know, is fine. I love it. You know, I almost consider, like, my joke, Stevens, Aaron, was almost like Toy Story. Like, yeah. like Toy Story oh, is man. cute. It's for kids. But there's a few adult jokes in there, right? Yeah. There's Most some grown-up humor in there. Most kids it's like kids movie. Have, have the adult yeah, there, yeah. Yeah. There's a little adult humor in there. I decided I would give you a little adult humor. Okay. Oh yeah. Sure. So just as bad. <laughs> <laughs> just as good, you mean? Well, just as good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, so Alliance Consumables. I mean, obviously, you're going to need somebody high up in your Alliance. You know, 46 or higher to be able to take advantage of that. So I understand that not all alliances will be able to, but one day, folks, one day, uh, and it may be sooner than later, if the economy adjusts like we think it will, uh, Ops 40 level players will progress faster. My plan of 12 to 18 months for Ops 46 may now be 9 to 12 months. You know what I'm saying? Who knows? It, it, it can happen. I, I just don't know. So... Um, we don't know what Scopely's plans are, but I, I know that players will get there. And and maybe maybe this is a good time to pick up the phone and, and call one of your guys back home. You know, one of your guys that left because your alliance was too small, you can call him up and be like, hey, hey, buddy, do you remember us? You remember the guys you used to play with when you were a peon? All right. Maybe you could come back home and because and, now Scopely is providing you a legitimate avenue to actually – pay other players you know with currency in the game this is an opportunity for them to do something for the entire team so you know there you go possibly maybe alliance exocomps are not going to be something that you get to enjoy today maybe that is future content but um it is available and something that you can look forward to okay all right um what else do we have Oh, thank you. Ro uh, Roel says, here in Europe, we love you. Uh, we want you to. And my daughter, my daughter, daughter of two? Daughter. I'm having trouble understanding the logic of that statement. But your daughter loves the cat. Thank you. Shout out to your daughter. Uh, I appreciate that very much. Oh, da oh, daughter of two. That makes sense. She's two years old. Okay, got it. Thank you. Oh, that's even more precious. She's two years old and she loves the kitty cat. That is fantastic. It is early for me, Planet. Sorry, daughter of two. That that is not that is not the 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 typical language that that Americans use to describe age. Sorry, that's my fault. I, I got it now. Um, <clears throat> okay. So Alliance consumables. We covered that. G five. We covered it kinda. Um, we covered officers. Cloaking. Okay. Let me tell you what I know about cloaking. 
Um, I, I can't tell you much about the new ships, Nan, uh, Nan, because it's G5, and they really didn't prep me. All Here's what I know. I know that the Enterprise D is a Shipyard 60 Epic for G5. There are nine new faction ships. Um, obviously, faction rep has been expanded. We don't know what those new brackets or levels are yet, nor are there going to be locks and or caps. We will get that information to you soon. Um, but there's one lock, like one billion. Or the one billion lock we know is going to stay in place. We do know that. Uh, Blue Mandalorian says nine or 12 ships. I count nine. I count an uncommon, a rare, and an epic for each, and I count mm. one minor. So I'm counting nine total warships and one minor, um, which equals ten. Yep. Okay. There are no faction-specific mining ships. Which, you know, listen, in, in, you know, now that I've had a minute to think about that, it seems like it would be a good thing, right? That you don't need uh, multiple miners to be specialized in, in a particular material. But uh, mm, does that mean that you would still have to build more than one? I mean, presumably, G5 costs are going to scale up. Presumably, I mean, uh, well, let's look at it this way. Hey, V ready, V ready. Go into your scrapyard, please, and tell me if you can scrap an Enterprise and does it give G5 materials or anybody? I mean, let's let's look at a realistic way. Let's look at history precedent. G5 common would come from scrapping a G4 ship, right? So. Where are we getting G5 materials? Surely to God, they don't expect us to rely on the refinery. And and if so, clearly it's going to have to pay out more, but it's obviously going to cost more. Are you going to be able to get all that done with one ship? You may you have cannot, to build more than one Nova. Scrap G4 ships. You can't scrap G4 ships yet. Or a G3 Epic is at, at level 50. Right. But oh, I'm sorry. I probably spoke incorrectly. I, I did. I'm sure I spoke incorrectly. But but even still, the G3 Enterprise, it only gives G4, right? Does it give yeah. any G5? No. No. Scotty says, are not scrappable. Scotty says it's giving G5. No, it doesn't. Okay. So if nothing is available from scrap, wait, hey, what, uh, to Paul, wait, from what, what I've what, seen. What ship gives, show me a screenshot. Yeah, screenshots. All right, to Paul. Uh, the Nova ship ability, the only screenshot no, that I've G4 seen... No, ships are not scrappable at level 50. Duckiest, no, G3 you... ship, G3 epics are scrappable at level 50, but not G4. Okay? Uh, and real quick, to Paul, I'm trying to answer your question. I've tried three times. Uh, to answer your question, the level 1 ability of the Nova is 150% boost to mining speed of G5 crystal, ore, and gas. It's universal, 150%. That's the only screenshot that I've got so far. Okay, and also, uh, clearly, the G4 ships cannot be scrapped at all yet. They haven't put that into the game because, let's say, if I go for my D4, it says requires scrapyard level 50, whereas the Kelvin and the Pylum, the ship cannot be scrapped. So clearly, okay. they, they haven't added that into the game yet. So that begs the question, where do we get tens or or 20s or hundreds of thousands of G5 common. Um, and surely to God, the answer cannot be only the refinery. So we're, again, information is missing here, guys. We're going to have to get more information. We also we can... don't know how much G5 you're going to get in events. That's true. 
we, we can only see one side of it. We don't know what the economy is going to do. We don't know what packs are going to look like. We don't know what events are going to look like. It, we, we just don't know yet, guys. So um, it's, it's inappropriate or even unfair, possibly, for us to, uh, for us to judge at this point. I, I know, listen, trust me, at the end of the day, I get it. Scope, Scopely has a reputation, okay? I, I know. Scopely has a reputation. I get it. I know. But, but you know, listen, let's, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. It's been two years since G4 launched. Let's see what happens. All right. And, and Mac, you're right. He says, with respect, only the refinery has been the only answer for G4 mining parts for two years. And it's terrible. I agree. It, it's either the refinery or PAX. You get a, 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 you get a minimal amount in events. So, you know, I, I know I'm with you. And that's why I hope and pray that they do not repeat the mistakes of G4 here in G5. But only time will be able to tell. Okay. Only time will be able to tell. All right. Uh, very quickly. Uh, let's see. What was I getting ready to talk? Oh, cloaking. Let me tell you what I know about cloaking. Cloaking. All right. Uh, definitely has a timer. It definitely has a cooldown. It is going to cost new currency called Tetrions. These Tetrions, thank God, are not mineable. They are not grindable. They are just literally given to you, okay, every single day, just like Borg cells. Just like Borg cells, they're going to give you so many of them per day. You'll be able to use them or bank them. There will be a cap, all right? So just like Borg cells, use it or lose it. Uh, when you hit your cap, they, um, the ships that can be cloaked are only Romulan and only Klingon, warships only. And we're talking true faction ships. No hijacks, no sarcophagus, no Vidar. These are just the level 26, 28, 32, and 34, and 42, 46, and level 50 faction ships for Romulan and Klingon only. The cost in Tetrions will vary by ship. The duration of the cloak will vary by ship. And yes, there is a cooldown. All right, there is a cooldown. So when your cloak expires, you will be on a clock to reactivate that cloak. All right. And the things change by tier of the ship by upgrading that's correct level level and tier or it, it could be tier was it tier or is it level tier fine tier. because it's tier. tied to the tied to the warp component similar uh, to the ability of the discovery okay there you go hey daz i you know you say all this talk about g5 when it's 20 percent of the player base it's not even i, I would argue it's two percent of the player base but it is a big content patch. G5 it's not fair. Less than two percent. It probably is. It's probably one percent or even less than that. Daz, it's it's unfair for us to ignore <laughs> it. But I, I, as you can see, I keep trying to push back. I keep trying to get back to the other stuff. But but it's irresponsible for us to ignore it. I mean, obviously, it is content. It does matter. And even players who are not there, they're going to be curious about it. So you know. But I, I am trying to get back. Um, some some things there I would like to see in non G five specific things so the the abilities for hostiles i would like to see them in other hostiles as well yeah i think that would be fun uh Vinia says real question is when you activate your cloak does your ship lose all shield for a few seconds so this has not been described to us uh in the mechanics um it does not use shield or your shield is not lowered when you come back however when you 
here's the thing. I think you need to be careful with cloaking. Obviously, we haven't seen it to test it, but the the mechanics sheet says when you attack. Now, for me, I interpret that differently than some other players. Snake Eyes and I were talking about that this morning. Is it when you press the attack button, or is it when your ship actually engages? Um, my guess is when you hit the attack button. Well, All right? See, I mean, if... Cloaking deck... I've seen a, a screenshot where it says, Cloaking deactivates when an attack is initiated. So I take that as the same way as, as soon as you hit the attack button. So if you're across so the, here's, the system, then... Yeah, somebody's going to burn... I'm sure players are going to burn their cloaks accidentally wait, starting. Wait, wait, when does a shield drop? Is it on clicking the attack button or actually starting the attack? There's no shield drop. No, when your own piece um, shield Your drops. station shield. I oh, don't use oh. shield, so I don't know. When you click attack. Um, No, I thought it was when you hit the ship. I've hit attack before and then called off the attack and still have my shield. Okay. I thought. Yeah, the, yeah, to Paul agrees. <laughs> Peace shield drops when you actually hit. I'll do it. So I would uh, assume that happens, like, it works Well, the same you know way. what? Hang on. What Grungun, no. See, there's two different examples. Grungun is right. If you attack a base, it's the second you hit attack. But if it's a player ship, it's not until you engage in combat. So uh, it's it's different. Uh, if, you, if you hit a player, if you're going to attack a player... My shield typically stays up until I hit the player. So if I call off the attack, then I keep my shield. But now, yeah, if I hit attack against the base, I immediately lose my shield whether or not I hit it or not. Uh, however, a lot of people saying it happens both ways. There's not a standard. So who knows what that true mechanic actually is. Uh, I am Iron Man says, I think if the ship is mining, it drops right away. If it's a ship floating in space, it'll stay. That's a very interesting theory. We should test that. Um, I'm going I'm to jump. But, once, we un once we unlock cloak, right? Well, it, it would be interesting even with a peace shield just to test and see what that mechanic is. And then we can mm -hmm. test to see how it compares to, to, uh, to cloaking. The bottom line is I know players are going to burn their cloaks accidentally. They're going to hit somebody and then, you know, then they're going to appear. Uh, or, I mean, I'm sorry, rephrase. They're going to press the button, and then they're going to appear as they approach the player, and, and the surprise element is gone. But long story short, cloaking is here. It is a one-and-done, folks, okay? One hit, one shot. So people say it's a griefing tool. I definitely, obviously, see its benefit for PvP. There's no doubt. I see its benefit for younger players wanting to, to quote-unquote, pick on bigger players, okay? I definitely, I can see that. All right, so, I can see that this is an aggressively based tool that Scopely is giving players who want to fight people that may not otherwise be fightable, right? However, however, it is an extremely finite resource, okay? They get one shot, one battle, that's it, and then it's done, okay? Not only that, but it's not like they can activate it and go scour the, the, the galaxy. They are going to have to find you warp to probably the system next to you, activate their cloak, and then fly into the system because the cloak is also on a pretty short timer, it looks like. In our video that we posted, the Bordas had about three minutes. Okay? So, uh, it just gives them a chance to initiate the battle. And yes, I can see it being a problem for some miners. I absolutely can. But the, the piece that I give you, folks, the piece that I give you, is that it's an incredibly finite resource, and it cannot be mined, it cannot be ground out, uh, it's given, all right? Now, I'm sure 
I am sure that you will be able to buy this. Okay. I, I expect that. Uh, as a matter of fact, let me be real clear. Let me sidebar here for a second. Events. Okay. There will be three events this month that require cloaking. Everybody listen. Stop what you're doing and listen. Because I invariably we're going to get this whole pay-to-play argument here before too long. All right. There will be three events this month that require cloaking. Cloaking will be available for sale because the first event is premium entry. The first cloaking event. So you're, there's going to be three of them. When you look at the calendar, whenever it comes out, there's going to be, I, I think, what was it? Now You See Me is the name of the event. I don't even remember. But look for this event. Okay. It's going to run three times. The first one was intended to be pay entry. It's intended to be premium entry. It's intended to be pay to play the first time. This is the premium access. Scopely has acknowledged it. They designed it this way. They built it this way. This is what they wanted. And I'm okay with it because they are telling you up front. The first run will be pay entry premium access for the spenders, the early adopters. And the second and third runs will be available for free to play. All right, because cloaking will be able to be unlocked, according to them, relatively early in this arc. All right, so <clears throat> Sanzo says, I'm curious if it will stop incoming attacks. Actually, that's already confirmed. Yes, it will. You are invisible, you are untargetable, and therefore unattackable. Okay, you cannot be attacked if you are cloaked. Now, um, with this uh, cloaking thing, like I said, the first one is premium entry. The second two will be available for free-to-play to get to there if you have, for the most part, kept up with your battle pass. Um, getting the cloak, I think, I assume that they're going to use a similar method to the Shipskin Shard Trackers because they're giving you a, a universal currency to, to earn in events, and then you're going to redeem it for the ship that you want. So I would imagine that it's going to be a very similar Tracker Jacker style uh, sourcing here. Big says, how about TC? Do you get points? Yes. Slammer says, could this be a new territory capture strategy? Possibly, but the cooldowns and the timers are going to prevent you from utilizing it heavily. Yes, you can use it. But, I mean, again, if the cooldown, I, I, if, if the timer is only three minutes and the cooldown is what, Ripper? Well, what's a cooldown? Ten minutes? Fifteen minutes? Uh, I think I've seen three minutes on some ships. Also, don't forget, folks, don't forget that uh, it's a finite resource, all right? Unless you buy more, which we do expect to probably be possible, um, free-to-play are going to be given so much per day, and that's it. So, you know, I don't know that it's going to be... I think it can help in territory capture, but I don't think it's going to change the overall gameplay in territory capture. All right. Um, Jess says, community, help me. Is the extended system zoom no longer authorized? Uh, yeah, why wouldn't it be? It's still in the client. It's been fixed. It's good in the client. Yeah, and actually... Talking about my shenanigans. Oh, why wouldn't it be authorized? I... Uh, let, me re let me rephrase the official position of Scopely. Is that mods um, are not... Uh, are not authorized and ripper is special and and the reason ripper's doing his stuff is because they're actually incorporating a lot of it into the game but no other player is authorized to to create a mod <clears throat> okay um housekeeping says it was never truly authorized it's probably safe to say 
Scopely came out and said that they were not going to take action against players using Ripper's mod because they know that the mod was created for good. So they weren't going to take action against those players, but still modding is against the TOS. Um, okay. No, Jess, you will not be banned. Okay. Um, yes, yeah, smoke them. Here's a great thing. Let's talk about this. So there's cloaking. Got that. 20 new faction systems. 10 for Romulan, 10 for Klingon that do count as dailies. They do count as faction, and they will not negatively affect your rep. As a matter of fact, though, I'm actually being told they don't positively affect your rep either. Is that correct? They, as far as I know, they have no reputation at all. No reputation at all. So, you know, hey, look. The the Romulans are all interceptors, and the the Klingon are all battleships in all the systems, all the new systems. So also trying to take away. They're making you trade off. No negative faction rep in exchange for Chen is essentially what they're doing there. So, um... Well, there you go. There you but go. Help fine. for faction hunt. Yeah, <laughs> faction hunt for players who don't want to negatively impact their faction. Um, you know, it's good, and the trade-off there is you don't get to use Chen. Uh, do those hostels, and by the way, those start at level 28 and go to 48, yeah. just for everybody's uh, knowledge. Yeah. So even if you're, you know, still working towards your 1 million lock, uh, or even your 1 billion lock, you uh, don't have to worry about negative faction rep when you're doing faction hunt. Um, question, Ripper, do those new hostels have abilities, or is it just the 50-plus? I don't know yet. I only know about the 50-plus, the new hostiles and the new high-warp systems. Looter's talking about the new Fed systems, but if I'm not mistaken, the new, the Deep Space has a ton of new systems. Um, yeah. I don't know what the total count is, but those are up in deep, deep space. I'm talking about 20 new systems for us lower plebs, uh, 28 through 48, that will allow us to uh, do faction hunt no, without reputation impact. No, the new ROM, they don't have the special abilities. Okay. Um, and I think we've got, I think we've got a, a bit more than 100 new systems, I think. All right, and also, real quick, um, you said, uh, so is it like Tygo Core? No, it's not. For example, level 39s, with less than 64 warp are not going to be able to get there. They did put warp lock, not warp locks, but the warp ranges on those are uh, commiserate to what a typical warp range would be uh, without, you know, obviously taking into account some of the special systems like Tiger sure. Core. That, you know, again, that system was really... Like, like the highest system is warp 150, then the second highest system is warp 120. I don't remember the others. Yeah, so a lot of them are, a lot of them are, are low. Um, and some of them will scale up. So not everybody will be able to get to all of them, but it is an option, okay? Yeah, so... <clears> it is an option. In, in the low-level systems, the, in the Romulan, they've got Klingon ships, and then it's the opposite in the Klingon new Klingon systems. They are Romulan. Which is consistent. So what Scopely is calling these, these systems uh, technically have a name, whether they're internal or not. They're called skirmish systems. Yes. And it feeds into the narrative. It feeds into the narrative of this arc, which is the Romulan-Klingon war. Yeah. So in these systems, you've got Klingons invading the Romulans. You've got Romulans invading the Klingons. And that is the narrative of this, um, of this event. Okay? So, um, all right. We are seeing a few events drop on APAC. Let's take a look. Here is... Disappearing Act, which is a four-day event, obviously depends on acquiring cloak and using Tetrions. 
This obviously is a maybe this is the one I thought it was called. Now you see me. Maybe it's disappearing act. Um, you don't have a calendar yet, do you? Does APAC have a calendar yet? No, not yet. No, not okay. yet. Okay, so this may be the one. Um, hang on, let me see. I think I have a calendar. I have an internal calendar. Let me look and see if this is the one that's going to run three times. Stand by. Um, disappearing act. Okay. Disappearing act is an SMS. It's running for four days and it will run three times. I bet this is it. I bet this is the one that I was telling you about. So this first one is the early adopters event. It does not. So it lasts for four days and I, I probably shouldn't tell you this, but I'm going to, because I don't want people to freak out. It does not run again until day 11. Okay. So this event that you see right here, this is the early adopters event that I was just telling you about. Um, and it will not run again until day 11, which according to Scopely will be enough time for you to unlock cloaking. <clears throat> okay. So there you go. I thought it was called now you see me. I, I guess not. It's called disappearing act. They're also given a really, really good uh, gift chest, and it's going to go on for three days. I'm going to post it right now. Okay, so there's a gift chest, duality launch gift. <clears throat> um, we'll see what's in there. I mean, this is Ops 49, so it might kill. I'm also showing two gift chests as well. Uh, Garth, the photon tokens are not going to show until event reset, according to Ares. Now, I, I'll be honest with Which you. I know that, I know that not Ares, we have not confirmed. confirmed yet. I, I have to be honest with you. That is unusual, okay? I know he said event reset. I think he may have misinterpreted the internal communication, possibly, and that could be daily event reset. All right? I personally do not expect to see photon tokens until midnight Eastern. Okay. Um, for, for now, the official communication is event reset. Official communication is event reset, but my opinion is that might be daily event reset. So, you know, don't, don't freak out, but that's my guess. Okay. But don't freak out if you don't see it. Wow. Look at that duality gift. Ops 41, two, uh, four of 10, two wharf, a little trade XP. Wow. Rare directives, refresh tokens, away team's assignment speed ups, and new exocomps. Wow, that's actually a very good looking chest. I think it's the same, it's the same for 1140, even 49 and 41 have the same one. I have the same exact chest. I posted mine as well. Yeah, Kel oh. says, Wow, is this still scopely? You know, like I said, like I said at the beginning, and, and it's for three days, it's for three days. Um, like I said at the very beginning, Scopely is is clearly this arc uh, acting heavily upon player feedback, even to the extreme. I would not have expected two epics potentially free to play. I, I just would not. Um, it's amazing. It's incredible. Obviously, we want to see how it plays out. But even the fact that they have designed it this way is mind blowing. And definitely out of the ordinary. And as I put in the video, I would be hesitant on people saying, you know, on expecting this to be a new standard. I, I think I would be very hesitant on expecting this to be a standard. But if this plays out and it works favorably, not only for the community, but also for them. Okay. I mean, this, this is what we say. 
we have always said, if you give players the opportunity to do stuff, right, and then you make stuff available for spend, that players will spend. But if they feel forced, then they don't always feel good about spending. Scopely may be testing that theory. Okay, so here is an overly generous arc. And yes, I say overly generous compared to anything they've ever done. It is more generous than anything they've ever done. They may be putting us to the test. I'm not saying go out and spend crazily. I'm just saying, you know, this is the uh, this is the community's opportunity to prove their point. If if Scopely is giving you the choice to spend while giving everybody pretty much everything. If this is a financial failure for Scopely, we probably don't ever see it again. You know what I'm saying? So, and again, I'm not saying go out and spend your your asses off, but I'm saying Scopely is giving us an opportunity to put our money where our mouths are. <clears throat> so we will see. And by the way, Bubba Joe is not feeling that this is an F to begin with. He he told me earlier this morning after he watched the video that he was feeling like it started out at a solid D. <laughs> so already an improvement for for Bubba Joe. <laughs> Okay. Let's see. Stevens Aaron, was there anything else that we had to cover? We got photons. We got officers. We did cloaking. We've done new ships and faction. We've done a first look here at some of the at some of these gift chests and at least a look at the first event. We have discussed the um the Now You See Me event or the Disappearing Act, whatever it is, as far as the first one. Expe oh, oh, I have another one. I have another one. Ticketed events. Ticketed events. Okay. It is confirmed. It is confirmed that they intended to put tickets in the Battle Pass last month to save time, to reduce lag, and to create ease when building the events and the calendars and the bundles that are being deployed. For this reason, they're doing it again. All right. The uh, tickets this month, there will be three days of ticketed events. And 30 tickets will be sourced at three different milestones in the, in the free version of the Battle Pass. There will be no gift chests this month. No gift chest this month with tickets when you earn your tickets they are up to you when to spend them use your noggin do it clear do it intelligently and if you burn all three on one day then you will not have any for the other events okay there will not be gift chests this month all 30 tickets are being sourced in battle pass milestones of the free track and they're not putting them all together that's one thing that they did which i think is a good idea they put them, they put 10 tickets in three different milestones. So at least, you know, it's going to be somewhat implied that they're for different events, but I'm sure people are still going to mess it up. <laughs> okay. I'm sure people are still going to mess it up, but nonetheless, do not expect gift chests. The tickets are in the battle pass and this was their intent. All right. So it's going to happen again. Kel says, what are these warp highways? So that's information that I don't have yet. Uh, I don't know exactly. It must be somewhat related to G5 since they didn't tell me about it. However, um, I would imagine, since I did see a screenshot earlier of someone showing a one-hour and nine-minute warp time to the Warp 400 system, 
<laughs> I would imagine <clears throat> that maybe these highways are going to be reduced warp speed or a more efficient warp path to try to get up and down from the deep space down back to normal space. I, I don't know, Kel, exactly. I'll get you more information when I can, but uh, I would assume that they're just a more efficient warp path. But but I don't know yet. <clears throat> I don't I don't know yet. All right. Um, let's see. Latinum speeds. Oh yeah, guys. That's always tequila. That's always. Oh wait, same system. You got three different speeds in the same system. Yeah, we noticed that too on our server. Okay, that's new. What system? And I mean size. that. So, so Latinum so, nodes. So here's the thing. There, there are some systems like Suliban that have different, can have different mining speeds and different nodes. That's normal. Yeah. Where are you, Tequila? What system are you in? Are you in Suliban? I see uh, on your site, on your site, Ripper, you only have one of them. Listed. I thought it was two. I thought it was two. I thought there were two speeds. What, what like do you mean the, I only on... have one? No, no, I have three. He's got. Like for Suliban. What? For Suliban, I have three. Oh, there's three. And so, what system are you in, Tequila? I don't. I don't know what what system are you in. Oh no, he's in deep space. Yeah, even deep. This space. is not Suliban. What system? There are many systems. All of the Latin well, systems. That we have been looking at like my no. player was Esto. Okay, but but guys, I see what Tequila is saying. This is the Federation deep space system, which has never even had super nodes. It's always been one speed. So they have incorporated that is not, multiple. That is not correct. No, I had, they have, they have I had speed. double speed in in deep space. No, there were two different. Oh wow! I've never, I have never seen a double speed lad in deep space like ever, ever. That's why I don't go up there to mine. Um, I have. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, the deep I've space never. Ones, they've had double speed ones. They're just not as not as this is random. Wow! I've caught them plenty of times. Okay, you guys stand corrected. I've never ever seen one. That's why I don't mind Latinum up there. I thought it was one flat speed. So now Tequila is saying that there are potentially three different speeds in deep space. So could be uh, different node yeah. size. They've they've gone down from like four hundred and seventy down to like two hundred and fifty thousand as well. Which I think doesn't make any difference at all. Well, no, no, but it just um, it's irrelevant. Like, yeah, my alliance member posted screenshots earlier, um, and the speed rate had changed. Yeah, so we'll have to we'll have to look node size. UPS no, yeah. says it's been reduced approximately 250 and down a third in speed. Uh, yeah, but that might just be that one node. I, I don't know. We'll have to look. Again, this this was not communicated to us, so we'll do some research and we'll let you know. Okay. Are there any, any interesting bug fixes? <laughs> uh, honestly, I didn't see a ton. I, I You know what? I do. I take that back. I do see one. The Enterprise is no longer uh, labeled as an Arconian ship. Uh, that's a big uh... one. <laughs> or let me rephrase the Arconian ship is no longer labeled as the Enterprise uh, that's a big one also I did see something interesting with officer traits you remember how we had pointed out a couple of the officers their dots weren't showing right if yeah, they were on an assignment I, I see that that has been fixed um, <laughs> they didn't put this in the patch notes but I did see that the new exocomps that were not satisfying dailies that has been fixed uh, so if anybody had noticed that over the last month, the brand new exocomps that were released in September were actually not satisfying your daily. That has been fixed, <clears throat> but that was not in the notes. Uh, Arium's captain's maneuver got fixed. 
Hmm. Uh, sorry, her officer ability. Arium's officer ability got fixed. Um, is it Arium? Yeah, Arium's yeah. officer ability got fixed. Um, so yeah, no, there's uh, there's some interesting stuff in the patch notes. Nothing that nothing that blew my mind this month. Um, yeah, nothing I don't think there was nothing earth shattering in these notes this month. But uh, you know, there there were a couple of things. So. And yes, roughly, uh, sorry, approximately 47 localization issues. Approximately. It could have been, you know, 46, <laughs> could have been 48, could have been 7. They, they lifted could have been Wait, when did the iPhone 13 DJ. actually launch? Could have been 113. No Wesley fix, Gator. No. Um, they, they know about that. We've been working with them on that, but that was not complete. Not complete. Yeah, that was probably too close to launch of this to get it in. We didn't test it till very late, so. Okay. Well, guys, I think we have covered about everything that I think I can cover here that we know about so far. We promise some G5 content as soon as we get the information, can disseminate it, can interpret it, and get it out. We will do that for you. In the meantime, enjoy Arcfall Day of what may be arguably the most generous at least on paper the most generous arc that scopely has ever launched uh i'm excited about it the sentiment seems to be very positive uh i was so happy <laughs> spending time in the official discord this morning because it was not burning down for a change um sentiment seems to be good people seem to be excited about this and scopely obviously this is what you're after right this is what you're going for. What you have done here has made people happy. So take note. Take note. You remember the events that I was telling you about for Stawn? All right. There will be Armada events there. Okay. Uh, photon tokens. Don't blow your loads on that stuff yet. Okay. I put a hint in the video that the auctions for Wharf are not traditional material spend. Okay, you're going to be required to spend materials. There's no doubt, but you're not going to get 100 points for spending an uncommon. Okay, so I put a hint in the video to maybe be preparing yourself, putting yourself in a position to upgrade defense platforms. Okay, that's that's the hint that I'm giving. What does it have to do with photon tokens? Well, because the photon tokens are going to—I mean—that material influx is going to be used to build defense platforms. Wow. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you're you're not gonna you're not getting points for spending materials, but you're gonna have to spend materials to score. Okay, is what I'm saying. So yes, every piece of information you must you must uh, every piece of currency has a purpose. Use it wisely. Use it wisely. Uh, there's a very funny thing that happened. Um, I picked up the chest on my main account, and I got Klingon Warpack ticket and i picked up the chest of my alt and i got roman in war pack ah okay let me tell you let me tell you about that um so for active war scopely is randomly assigning you a team you do not get to choose this way they guarantee 50 percent on each side but you will be on a team you will be representing the romulans or you will be representing the klingons you do not get to choose so active war is a thematic element that is lasting all throughout the month Every set of events that you have will be acting on behalf of the Romulan Empire or the Klingon Empire, and you do not get to choose your side. So they are randomly assigning it. That way there's 50% per team. 
Housekeeping says my defense platforms do not require materials currently. That's actually probably good for you. Okay. <laughs> That's probably good for you. But uh, just be aware that I believe it is my opinion. It is the opinion of this furry, lovable feline. You will not win auctions if you do not have defense platforms available. And I just, I just blew through four defense platforms last night. <laughs> that sucks. That sucks. Uh, Jess says, what if you don't have a ship from either faction? It's not going to require those ships, okay? You're just playing for that team, okay? So now I will say for you got to remember, I said event number one of Disappearing Act requires premium entry. That requires pay, okay? But runs number two and three will be available to free to play, but require cloaking. If you do not have any Romulan or Klingon ship, I highly suggest, highly suggest that you go and build a Mayflower, uh, sorry, not a Mayflower, a D3 or a Legionary. All right, they're cheap. Sorry if that puts you out. I, I get it, but that's the nature of this arc. Federation has a backseat for the first time in 15 months. This is an arc all about the Romulans and the Klingons. If you do not have a ship, then you will not be able to play in run number two or three of disappearing act so if you do not have a legionary if you don't have a romulan or a klingon warship i definitely suggest you build one all right i highly suggest you build one hijacked ships will not work hijacked ships will not function with cloaking they are not faction ships they do not neither does the vidar neither does the sarcoph uh, sarcophagus Baba says, is the, elite, is the Elite Battle Pass worth it this time? Baba, I would argue yes. The $100 Battle Pass pack guarantees you a Wharf unlock if you give the event 100% participation in all SMSs. If you buy the $100 pack for Battle Pass, you have removed yourself from the need to participate in a leaderboard to unlock Wharf. Okay? Basically meaning that if you spend the $100, you will unlock Worf, and the auctions now become about tiering him. Okay? So, you know, or, or unlocking him early, because obviously Worf is going to be sourced all 20 days. So if you want to unlock Worf early, then you could play in an auction. But the auction leaderboard is not required to unlock Worf by the end of the arc. But if you don't play in any auction... The only way to get Warp is with the shards sourced in the $100 pack. And there is 57 epic shards in that $100 pack as well. 57? Yep, there's 29 4 of 10 shards and oh, 28 oh, oh, oh. 1 of God of Warp shards. Okay, so specifically the Warp ones are what I'm looking at. Because the Ston shards do not require the $100 pack. So if you do 100% participation... The Ston shards are just extra for you to move towards your next tier, okay? But there will not be any leaderboard required, nor is there any spend required for Ston. Smokem says, does the $100 pack unlock cloaking? To my knowledge, it does not. No, it does not. I, I didn't think it did. Uh, to my knowledge, that is going to be a, its own pack. It'll be a separate pack. If you file them, you will need to buy... $300 packs and uh, for Augur you need to buy three um, and for if you want Augur D4, Burrell I think is $100 pack and 
if you want to go for the lower ones like Centurion, it's only a $50 pack. K21 <clears throat> says, do I need to unlock cloaking on a D3? Why not save it for a higher ops level ship? Do I need to actively cloak or just to unlock cloaking for this event? You know what? We need to go back to the screenshot. V-Ready can show us the scoring metrics to see if cloaking is going to be required. Um, no, okay. actually, it's not required because as, as soon as you acquire one cloak, you get you finish the event for the first event. But then for the next events, you need to you need your cloak and your tetrions. Well, but hang on. If you acquire the cloak, what he's saying is, what if we do the free to play path and we unlock a D three? Um, any, any unlock, any single unlock gives you five hundred points. Right, but what I'm saying is, I, okay, if you ready, listen. What I'm saying is, and, and maybe maybe you you've already answered. I missed it. If it's cheaper to unlock a D3 than it is, say, an auger, if I wanted to save those cloaking shards for the auger, uh, is that going to put me at a disadvantage in the event, yeah. is what I'm yeah. saying. You can't do it without cloak. You can only option is cloak or use Tetrion to attack while you're cloaked. So here we go. D3, Bordas uh, are 60. Legionary is 60. Yeah, but what um, kind of thing? Is that a ship They're all different. Cone? Well, they're they're unique. They're unique. But from what I understand, they're giving us a generic currency, just like they did with ship skin uh -huh. shard trackers. They're giving us a generic currency, and then we exchange for the ship that we want. There, there's nothing in the battle pass, by the way. I think they're going to give it through events. Must be in events then. So, legionary. So it looks like the level twenty six. Actually, I take that back. It looks like all uncommons are sixty. Looks like all rares are eighty. Yeah. And that's G three or G four. And yeah. what are the uh, so the epics probably must then be a hundred, a one twenty. So if there's no shards in the battle pass, then we are relying completely on events. I will try to see if I can get clarification. Do, are they sourcing enough? Like, here's what I'll ask: I'll ask if they're sourcing sixty, or if they plan on sourcing hundred and twenty. That way, players don't have to burn all of them on a level twenty six ship just to be able to participate in this event. That would be a small failure in my mind to make players burn it on a 26 and then paywall, you know, putting it on an Epic. You know what I'm saying? That, that I think would be a small fail, but let me see what their plan is. I'll ask. Also, um, there's only one event today. I mean, other, uh, that's going on the disappearing act and hostile hunt for battle pass. I Nothing will else. tell you, I will tell you that the event calendar, um, so that's not entirely correct. You've got Disappearing Act. You also will have or should have a server milestone event going yeah. on. No, we don't. Uh, so that's, that's obviously going to present a little bit later. There's a server milestone starting today, and it's, oh, it is called Active War. That's why you got the chest. So Active War starting today as well. However, I will say this. The event calendar is light. This tells me two things which supports my theory that I put into the video. A, the milestones are going to be more significant this month. They're giving away two free epics plus free sourcing on cloaking. My expectation is you're going to have to be pretty dedicated to doing that. So I expect the milestones to be more challenging than usual. Um, but it also is giving, it's playing into this Romulan versus Klingon war theme a little bit more. Because, for example, and I'll put this, you'll see it in the calendar shortly, and I'll put this in our video. Tomorrow, <clears throat> you have a ticketed event, and that's it. On Thursday, there's nothing new. So you'll still have the server milestone um, and disappearing act. 
and same for Friday. Then Saturday, you're going to have a new event. So the event schedule is light, which further, which, which further kind of backs up my theory that these milestones are probably going to be somewhat substantial. You're probably going to have to work on them. Like the server milestone on Thursday and Friday, that's the only event, server milestone. So I would, I, I would, I would right expect, now. I would expect that there is going to be a grindy element to that, if I had to guess. Yeah, I mean, uh, the server milestone just popped up, by the way. Okay, what do you see? Um, I'm, I'm supposed to kill Romulan ships, and it's three hundred fifty thousand points. Mine's a small server, and fifties. Even if I kill fifties, I only get seven thousand points. So yeah, it's not actually not that bad. <laughs> so you know, listen. Players may feel like this arc could be a little bit boring, possibly, because the event load is, is this light. Is, this is an, uh, this is an SMS for yourself. It's only it's a single. It's not a uh, it's not um, a server milestone, by the way. So well, there a is single SMS. But th- let's say if I kill show itself. Yeah, I'm well, just telling you what I got right now. Seven thousand. Okay, wait. Hang on a second. So you see, what are you looking at? Disappearing act or act of war? Act of War. And that is an SMS? And then you have a separate SMS for Disappearing Act? Yes. Okay. Well, I'm going to post it right now, Rick. I'm going to post it right now so, you're like, so that you can see it yourself. So on the calendar, there is also a milestone, a server milestone that is coming with Act of War. Oh, and I see right here, server-wide event accompanied by SMS events. I just wasn't reading. So... um. So yeah, that there's going to be there's going to be an SMS on each of the next four days that contribute to the alliance or to the server milestone. Oh, okay. Also, they're only giving materials and dilithium, by the way, not both the events, and they're not giving anything to do with the with any anything else. Like I'm talking about the the cloaking stuff as of now. Well, a lot lots still to come. Okay, obviously there's still a lot to come. Um, and we'll see, but, but like too. I said, yeah, it, so your, your act of war SMS, is it 24 hours? Are you ready? Yeah, it's 24 hours. So I'm going to expect that you're going to see that four times. Okay. Uh, you'll see four runs of that, which actually sounds like if it's paying Dilithium, is it paying well? Sounds like that's going to be a very rewarding four days, especially if the milestones. Yeah, it's giving, don't it's giving about a uh, hundred and change million, 108 million Dilithium. So it's not bad. That's true. And, you're forty. Uh, you're forty nine. But that's basically doubling your your Franklin A payout. That's doubling your biotic payout because it's a hundred million yeah. deal also. So that yeah. doesn't look awful bad. That looks pretty good. Uh, like I said, as soon as the calendar comes up and we confirm everything, we'll post uh, our events guides video like we normally do, and uh, and try to get that information to you. But I'm I, have, 50, I have to kill about fifty fifties if that's what you want. You wanted to know that. Okay. All right. So. Uh, but like I say, I give fair warning to the server. The event load is lighter, which means, I mean, even 50 level 50s, that's not super duper easy. You know, I, I do expect that these milestones are going to be beefed up a little bit this month. So, um, but I mean, hey, it'll be worth it. They're giving you a free, amazing epic. So Phoenix says it ends in only 20 days. Dude, that's normal. Every battle pass is 20 days, either 20 or 24. That's That's always been the case. Except for that one weird one where it accidentally ended in 19. But yeah, it's always 20 or 24. Okay. I believe that that may conclude our Talking in Cars with DJ's episode. I want to thank all you guys for hanging out. Stevens Aaron will get the audio to me as quickly as possible. Doesn't sound like we have any cuts at all. 
So just shoot me over a file. We'll get it posted as quickly as possible. Share it with your teams. Subscribe to our channels. Please go and watch our YouTube video. Uh, get that bumped up there. Make sure you share that with your team. Uh, make sure that people subscribe to that. We are less than 100 subscribers oh. away from 5,000. And we will be giving away our materials giveaway when that happens. 5,000 subs for 5,000 materials. Uh, we are. We could get to that today. If we could get to that today. I, I, I have to say, and I, and I apologize for those looking to us, we will get you the information. We appreciate you trusting us. We appreciate you coming here for your information. Uh, as far as I can tell, we were the only one that posted a video this morning. I don't know why that is, but we appreciate you guys counting on us as being your number one source of information in Star Trek Fleet Command. I want to send a very special thank you to Ripper, who has worked his tiny little German tail off uh, over the last several days. I still uh, think about it, though. I'm not you done. did not. No, you did not. Okay. And and anybody, I'll give you insight. Ripper would never say this, but I'm going to give you the insight. We got multiple sets of data this month. All right. We got one set of data. We started working on it. And then Scopely said, uh-oh, hang on. We're changing this. And a new set of data came. And then a new set of data came. And, and obviously that means Ripper starts from scratch. Okay. So this was not his fault. I'll give him all the props on that. He has worked his tail off night and day to get the information available to you. And while it may not be live on the site right now, he was, he was at least able to get us the information so that we could get it to you in video form. But even and we did not have the G5 stuff, as we get it, we will make it available to you. I promise. Thank you for trusting us. My name is Ultimate DJ. Special thanks to our panel today. Thank you to Stevens Aaron. Thank you to V-Ready, as always, for providing us the information from APAC and all the other APAC players who provided information thank you guys so very very much uh thank you to ripper for all his work in preparing the data for this content and of course thank you to uh aries and the team at scopely for designing what appears to be a well thought out arc and providing us the information that we can share to you guys my name is ultimate djs i'm your host of talking trek live and this has been a special taping of talking in cars with djs i love you very much this is your friendly neighborhood cat person saying meow for now. We'll catch you on the next one. Y'all take care. Bye-bye. I haven't gotten a haircut in like a year or more. And so my hair is very long these days. Or relatively long, I guess. Um, and, you know, I was lighting a cigarette. And then, you know, the hair was kind of in the way. And it kind of went up in flames. Did you lose your eyebrows? I did not. Okay, well, that's good. But I did, I did lose quite a bit of my hair. Hair can regrow. Eyebrows, eyebrows are just... That's a funky thing, man. Is there a story there for yourself? Oh! <laughs> um, yes. Kind of. So uh, a lot of you guys know who have listened to my show for a really long time that I have an outdoor wood-burning stove. Well, I, I use that for heat in the wintertime. And uh, the first year I bought this house, I had no concept of how to use it or how much heat or, you know, whatever is coming off this stove. So one of the very first times I went out to, to feed it, and it was at temperature, but, you know, I was getting ready to go to work. So I just swing the door open and I've got some law. I'm kneeled in front of it. All right. I've got like three or four logs there. I'm going to throw into it. So I open the door and whoosh. I mean, 300, 400 degrees of heat just rush out into my face. I lost my eyebrows. 
and my eyelashes and my the front part of my hair. <laughs> it was terrible. Actually, let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. I did. They didn't burn off. They just burnt like to a crisp. So they were white and ashy and brittle and frail. Nice. And yeah. So, um, Scaly Beck, Jack I'm Frost. not blonde. So, you know you what? <laughs> I, I guessed that. I, I, you strike me as a dark headed fella, like dark brown, not black, dark brown. Um, no, it's like a regular brown, maybe, maybe light brown ish, but not blonde, not dark brown. No, oh, okay. Why do you, why do, do you, ask do you wear, do you wear thick rimmed glasses? No, I don't wear glasses at all. My eyesight is oh. perfect. Oh. Well, you I'm are the only one left in my family right that has perfect eyesight. There you, you go. You are redefining my image of you right now. Do I know? Yeah. Oh boy. Like my my classic. I, I know this is this is stereotypical. I know, but but like my my image in my head of like a computer scientist genius young man who's German is like square glasses. And uh, and like long, flowing dark hair, like down to his mid back. Because he no, no, no. My my hair is not that long. Like it's long-ish. Like com for me, it's very long. It's 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 going to my chin right now, which is actually kind of annoying. So I I actually like cut it all last year. No, that was a year before actually. No, two years ago. Like I went complete bald. No hair at all. 